Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Bella Rosa. Bella Rosa has just released a debut album called Run in Color. If you're looking for time travel back to the 70s and are looking to re relive the melodic days of old, look no more. This one is for you, and here is my interview with Bella Rosa. All right, we're on, Shandy. We haven't uh, haven't started her yet, though. Well, I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Yeah, thanks for having us. And I want to congratulate you on the album. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thank you very much. Um, can you give a brief history of a lesson on how the band formed? Uh, Chandler and I... Uh, we started jamming together in like, we were in junior high, I think maybe 12 or 13. Uh, we just kept kind of, uh, jamming whenever we had the chance to. And in high school, uh, Josh joined as, uh, the other guitarist and, uh, Ben joined a couple of years after that. We'd had a few lineup changes before then, uh, and then I got bullied into singing, and that's how the band uh, formed into what it is now. So we've had the same lineup for, what, four years now, probably? Yeah. Coming up on that. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. Years, yeah. You guys have such a unique style. Um, could you tell me what some of your influences are? Uh, stones, for sure. I think all of us uh, enjoy the Stones as much as... The next guy, uh, Floyd, a little bit, uh, you know, Zeppelin, Motley Crue for me and Chandler, uh, the Beatles, Aerosmith, all pretty much all the big ones. I think it's interesting because we all have the same kind of like classic rock and like prog rock influences from, I guess, the early 70s and whatnot. But yeah. uh, when it comes to modern music, we can be pretty varied. Oh, yeah. uh, like Ben, our bassist, is in a metal band. And me and him dabble into more of the metal scene as well, uh, and more of the kind of modern psych scene. And uh, what are you guys into? <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. Chandler and I can write a can write a mean country song sometimes. <laughs> uh, Chandler uh, definitely likes like hip hop and rap more than the rest of us do. I think. Uh, what's that? Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there, it's a wide variety of influence for sure. I definitely say that it has a classic rock foundation, and then oh yeah, we all we all chip in from our separate corners. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you all as well if you could each individually tell me uh, what is your favorite track and why. My favorite tracks are "The Dealer" and, and "Telling You." Mm. An interesting pick. Everybody that. Uh, yeah, we we we're surprised every time somebody tells us their favorites. You know, it, I I was at least surprised. Yeah, uh, it's like most people get one or two of the ones we all think are the best ones, and then the other half of their picks, we're just like, dude, really? Do <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, you want to start, Chandy? I think. Uh, what's your What's your favorite track? Oh. Um, like dealer number two 
Yeah. Yeah. No one knows what number two is. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> for the right way, sorry. Yeah. Number two is what we called looking for the right way for uh, up until the album was released, basically. Uh, I, I like Hey Yeah and Feel It for the Jams. Um, those those are fun. Uh, they're always fun live. Um, and Gone and Rollin', I think, is the best vocal performance, at least. Yeah, I like uh, I like All We Need a lot. I think that's one of like the tightest songs, kind of start to finish. We have. I think there's no real, there's no fat on it. It's just kind of a, you know, simple, a, a good simple piece. And uh, I'm a fan of For My Love. I, it, not too many people call that one out. It's just kind of the acoustic, I don't know, kind of a, a bridge song. But I really like it. I, I think it fits in well to the to the album. It's a nice like breather track, and I, I it's like, like a little jamboree in the middle of the album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's uh, the the sounds we were going for, but you know, picturing just like a guy and a guitar in a crowded bar. That sound for that track really, really came through well. Yeah. And then and then for me, I'll I'll throw in another hat. Why I already said it for uh, feel it just because of all the uh, all the layers in the jam at the end really. They all come together and complement each other very nicely. Yeah, I'm very happy that that one came together as it did when we went into the studio. Yeah, both the jams were kind of scary to record a little bit. Like, I wasn't <laughs> sure was, how they were all going to come together. There, yeah, there was very much a sense of, well, we can we can play this in a room, but when we actually put this on tape, is this just going to sound like a, a garbled mess, or is it actually going to be a song here? And yeah. It's kind of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what's stuck. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, as far as the album, are there any songs that didn't make it due to time restrictions? I don't think we were too worried about time restrictions, but there were a number that didn't uh, get it on to a... There were... Uh, we, we, two, we quality control yeah. a couple, I'll say. Some that just didn't kind of didn't turn out exactly how we imagined, and uh, I mean, there's quite a few songs on there already, so we we, we figured we didn't need to torture anybody with some uh, some B B side tracks. So there were a couple, but uh, yeah, yeah. One of them was um, the song that live we usually come out of to go into Angel. So we were kind of bummed that that one didn't make it because that was a really cool transition. Yeah. But yeah, that one just didn't really come together. And then Ben had a really cool one. And when we went back to add something to it, I guess someone didn't hit save or whatever. And we missed the first half of the recording. So we're like, all right, I guess that one's not going on either now. Well, I, I fucked up the tune as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was um, the, in the, the sort of the, the chaos of the, the latter half of recording process when we were out of the studio and just trying to finish things up a few things got sort of messed around and we just sort of decided you know at that point it's a little more trouble than it's worth to yeah we got, we, i think we got all like the the a tier songs that we that we really yeah know, like for sure we got all the uh yeah the top mm -hmm. tier ones we wanted on yeah yeah there's no regrets in leaving those ones off off the album there but. no at least one of them the older the older one that we uh uh, going to Angel from. I'm not sure if that'll even be in discussions for another album. <laughs> no. And uh, can you describe the music scene there in Canada? Well, <laughs> uh, a lot it's, of the bands like that we... there is one, but it's like elusive. Yeah, like, a little bit. You can't bit. really like point your finger at it. 
yeah uh and and especially now like after uh after the pandemic and everything it, it seems like a lot of the uh bands that we used to play with often are either broken up or you know not really doing anything anymore if they are still technically together uh we have a show coming up uh in september and we we were looking for a few bands to play with us and i must ask like eight nine ten bands if they if they were available and not a single one was it was strange that it never happened before but yeah before the pandemic it was um the live music scene uh i mean there's definitely a couple there's there's a big metal scene up here in edmonton yeah. uh, or a big metal city yeah metal, metal, metal and punk here. is definitely a lot more I guess visible and cohesive than yeah. the uh, the rock side of things yeah. up here. Metal in indie is kind of where where you find most of the bands. We have lots of like, I guess, coffee shop indie bands that play. You can like, mm -hmm. there is a lot of live music. In terms of the rock scene, it's uh, you, you do kind of have to look a little bit deeper for that. But in over the years, like like we we did find a lot of uh, a lot of bands to play with, and you and you'd see you know the bands that you've seen before playing at the same shows or whatnot. But the pandemic definitely definitely dented it. A lot of the uh, like more rock oriented and metal oriented venues uh didn't survive yeah and uh it's just kind of struggled to find bands but it's hopefully rebounding right now we're we're, we're getting back out to play shows and, and hopefully over the next year it'll kind of rebound to where it was yeah that would be nice and uh yeah of those rock focused bands that uh that we have you know played with or just know of there there tends to be a real uniqueness to them they're they're really each individual band will have, you know, a very distinct aspect of their sounds. And I, I think it's it's very cool that there's uh, that much variety going on out here. Yeah. I mean, we play with one and they do like spaghetti western oh, music. Oh, they're, they're trumpets. <laughs> they got synthesizers, four vocalists. Like they do crazy shit. A sweet Rickenbacker bass. They're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Duke and the Peacemakers there. Yeah. yeah. They're great. Um, here in the States, um, the clubs are full, you know, all the time now because everyone's been dying to go to the shows, you know, so everyone's packed. The scene is very strong, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh, any there, there aren't a whole lot of shows going on uh, until September. Like, there are some bigger acts coming through and doing some stuff, but uh, there aren't a whole lot of uh, smaller shows happening right now until probably about September. Yeah, because, I mean, Alberta is one of, like, the first provinces to, to really open up uh, in the pandemic, and, and we just kind of, like, got all of our restrictions lifted at the beginning of July, mm -hmm. and that's when, like, you know, all these venues could, could finally start going again. So I don't think any of us have, have really been out yet. We've just been, been trying to get back into form for when we're playing shows, but... Uh, uh, we're still at the very early stages of, of kind of getting it going again. So, uh, right. um, I mean, I mean, the scene, the scene, the scene was full. I mean, there were plenty of people that come out to shows and, uh, yeah. you know, clubs are always packed on weekends. So I, I expect it to get back into form, although I haven't seen it firsthand yet in a good year and a half. Yeah. And, uh, speaking of that category, do you feel a shift in the music industry? Not one that affects us, I don't think. 
not not directly anyway. I mean, we're still a you know independent band playing playing the same bars that we have been. You know, uh, the only difference I think that we'll notice is you know the venues uh, that used to be around might not be anymore. I'm I'm curious to see if there if there might be a, a bit more demand. Not that there wasn't demand previously, but there were quite a few bands like we were talking about in in you know the circulation and yeah. there's less now and uh, and the venues are are limited and they're probably looking for spots. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we um, play more shows or get asked to play more shows simply because of of that fact. So it might yeah. change in that way that uh, there's almost a, a bottleneck yeah. of sorts. So. And um, I also wanted to ask you, what's the best way to get merchandise from the band? <laughs> yeah, we don't have any. Keep waiting. <laughs> uh, we got some stickers. I got some. No, we'll get some for sure. Uh, we'll, you know, hopefully get a website up and going here when we have some stuff to put on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I know that's like a, a whole mess trying to send merch places yeah, and then not be operating at a loss, but uh, at least here locally, shows would probably be the best way. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the sort of the delay with the, the reopening has kind of slowed down that because, you know, in if this were a normal year, we'd have had, you know, CDs ready for the album, you know, a week before it came out already. Yeah. Whereas with the uh, the fact that you know, we aren't going to be, we weren't going to be doing shows. There wasn't really that much of a, a necessity to get on the merch stuff right away. So, uh, uh thanks for reminding us. <laughs> <laughs> and if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Uh, come see us live, <laughs> follow us on Instagram, listen to the album and tell us, uh, tell us how much you do or don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I think our I think our live performance is. I mean, it it sounds funny to say because we haven't performed live in a year, but uh, that that was the the kind of core of our our yeah. group and like that. I think we all agree that that is the way to experience our music is is definitely live and uh, we're very proud of the album. We hope people listen to it, but yeah. uh, that's almost just an incentive to come see us live. Yeah, so, for sure. I, yeah, I think however good our recorded music will be, it will always be noticeably better and tighter live. Yeah, we're like Kiss without the pyro. <laughs> <laughs> so far. <laughs> Have you thought of putting it down on vinyl? Your live performance? Uh, a live performance on vinyl? We, we have been talking about doing like a live uh, recording in the future. Um, uh, hopefully we get to do that relatively soon, but I'm not sure if, I, I guess it depends on how how well other merch does when we get that going, because uh, you need a, a little bit more overhead than we have to, uh, uh, you know, get vinyl printed. It's quite expensive. We're thinking of doing a limited run for the album, but uh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I think uh, when we looked, in, I mean, we didn't look into it extensively, but the few places we looked around, like the best deal we found, you'd have to buy like 50 up front and then in order to make any money off it we'd have to sell them for like 45 dollars which seems kind of insane to ask people for that yeah 
Yeah, uh, I don't yeah, think our just... egos are big enough to sell any of our products for $45. <laughs> but at the same time, it would it would be incredibly cool. It it's, would be awesome. Definitely yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. 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 You know, I myself, I miss the vinyl days, you know, because, you know, I think that was a, a whole nother part of the experience of listening to the albums back in the day was the vinyl presentation of it. Oh, yeah, I think that's kind of coming back to a little bit. I, all of us have a uh, relatively respectable uh, vinyl collection. Um, There's a pretty good vinyl, like, uh, like independent music store scene in Edmonton as well. There's a, oh, lot, yeah. of, a lot of independently owned uh, record store shops. And record Collectors shops. Paradise is awesome. So uh, those guys are really cool. There's definitely yeah. a market for it here. So oh, hopefully, yeah. you know, when the time comes that we are able to put something out, we'll have uh, we'll have business in the city. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys taking time to speak with me today. Yeah, we I, appreciate, uh, appreciate it's that. It's definitely a great album, and I I definitely wanted to get in touch with you because you bring a sound that uh, reminds me of my day. I'm 55, and it reminds me of when I listened to music in the 70s and 80s. Oh, that's, that's awesome, man. That's good to hear. Thank you. Yeah, your talent is very, very, very noticed on this album. Thank you. Well, I think that, that has been the goal since the beginning. So that's fantastic to hear people saying that. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And please feel free to contact me anytime uh, you guys get some new news or any um, dates you'd like me to share or anything like that. Awesome, man. Well, sounds do. great. All right. You guys take care and I'll talk to you soon. You right, too. Talk you to you later. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Cheers. I'd like to thank you for taking time for listening to me today. And remember, you can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.